OSC. Now, they're not in action, but the two other teams in the AL right now that are checking, or the AL West, that are top the leaderboard and are top the Mariners. The Angels and A's are in action today. Oakland taking on Toronto. The Angels at home against the Astros. First round of the Greenbrier Classic, Jonas Blix, who won it last year, is your leader at 664 today. He's got a one-shot lead over six golfers. Local product out of Tacoma, Michael Putnam, 367 today. NBA free agency news, Darren Collison has agreed to a three-year deal or $16 million with the Sacramento Kings. Kobe Bryant has cut his European vacation short to return to L.A. to make a pitch to free agent forward Carmelo Anthony. Look, kids, Big Ben. Next update comes your way at noon on Sports Radio 950 KJR. Now back to 10 at 10 with Elise and Jerry. Number six. All right, back to this debate, Slickhawk. Yeah. Are the Mariners overachieving or underestimated? Uh, we had some texts earlier, if you can mill through that and uh, uh, get some of the comments uh, that, that people have left. Yeah, but, excited about Corey Hart saying he's healthy, going to help, and now we need to do something with the smokeless one. Not in Seattle, please. Uh, smokeless MLB's one. back to the 70s, a pitcher's league. Hit- hitters are struggling everywhere since the PED crackdown. The M's are built for that type of game. That's actually a really good point, and, and what I've thought about. No, it's a great point, and it, it's when when you when you talk about uh, what's it going to take to get you into the playoffs, you kind of have to revise your expectations a little. In that, um, you need you need to at least be an average offense, so they got to rise to that. Um, but you don't have to have a great offense right now in right. this era. Uh, and I think sometimes people. You know, we were doing that all the time when people were debating about whether the Seahawks were Super Bowl worthy, and they would have their struggles uh, throughout the the year. And you'd say, "Well, you can't win a Super Bowl with a passing game like this or that." It's like, well, you guys got to remember though, everything is is a function of who you have to beat. You have to beat today's competition. You don't have to put together an ideal team necessarily Mm -hmm. you have to put together a team that can go out and beat who they need to beat and we clearly saw what happened with the Seahawks I think if the Mariners can just get that just get that to just a mediocre level offense they could really romp through some teams because look at what they've done with an offense that is substandard Dick Fane threw out a stat the other day and and I think it was that the Mariners are 33 and 9 when they score four runs or more so that's all you got to do. Just get to four. Get to the, four. And they're 41 and six. 41 and six when they get more hits than the opponent. There you go. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just been remarkable what they've done the last month, month and a half. And as much as the hitting and the runs and as exciting as those have been, because they really have, and it's great to see, the pitching has been that much more fun to watch. Uh, no, and not just Felix, not just not just Iwakuma. This bullpen is so amazing. You know, Joe Bimo in the month of June, he had a zero ERA. Charlie Furbush had a just over a one ERA for the month of June. The bullpen has been just as good as the starting pitching. That's why you have a team that's given up uh, the fewest amount of earned, earned runs in in the majors. All right, so let's just kind of go through here, and we'll say overachieving or underestimated, group by group with this okay. team. Uh, starting pitching. Uh, I think they well they're they were underestimated, and they're overachieving a little bit. I mean, but mostly underestimated. But you can only have uh, don't one. Don't give me that soft. Hey, don't, and, and don't okay. start don't start talking to me like the ladies at Kittens Cabaret. No, either. this is the slick hawk. Yeah, I think they could be 
underestimated and overachieving. They're just they're underestimated. They were they were underestimated to start the year. Yes, I yeah. would agree with you. They're they're an underestimated group. Um, I don't think that they have done earth shattering things necessarily. Like I said, when you look at Chris Young, um, it is a surprise that he's been able to stay healthy, missing a year of baseball, all the injuries he's had in his career. Something to watch out for the second half of the year. The guy hasn't thrown 170 innings in seven years, you know, and, and yeah. he's way above uh, that pace right now. Um, uh, Elias, we had no idea what, what he was. You know, we knew that he was a talent. He was coming on real fast, but we had no idea there. Uh, you knew Felix and Iwakuma. Iwakuma was missed the first month, and you had to cover up for all that. But it's not like an Erasmo Ramirez has come out and has a 2-3 ERA. It's not like a Brandon Maurer uh, mowed down people. They've had their issues, right. their struggles. Um, depth of pitching in the organization has been something that they've had for quite a long time. Sure. So the fact that um, that, that they have a, a 3-5-1 team ERA as a starting staff isn't a huge surprise. I think they're un- underestimated. The bullpen, overachieving or underestimated? Uh, I guess if I have to choose one, it's overachieving. Um, they've just been really, really good. But they were good last year. That was one of the strengths of the team coming in was the bullpen. But uh, they've just been out of their mind, you, you know, the numbers I just read. So overachieving. Now, here's the counter argument, um, the, the devil's advocate there. Uh, they went out and they spent $7 million on a closer, Yeah, which you would expect. If you spend $7 million on a two-year contract for a closer who's in his late 30s, um, you expect that guy to be at all-star level. That's sure. what he's been. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a guy at the end of last year who was great in the closing role, Danny Farquhar, uh, who who now is is kind of your eighth inning guy. You knew Furbush uh, was a was a specialist in getting left-handed hitters out. Right. Medina had a great year last year. Um, uh, you bring in Bimel, and you know when when Bimel is right. No, I mean he's Bimel's been one of those pleasant surprises for this team. But it's not shocking that he's gone out and, and done it. And pro- probably for to be the one guy on the team with a sub two ERA, that is a surprise. Um, so maybe he's overachieved a little bit for yeah. for. But he's had success uh, in the past. Um, and then you, uh, Dominic Leone. Uh, nobody knew he was going to be able to make this kind of jump and be this level of successful. But when you look at all the, and now they got Maurer functioning, and um, I think we left out at least one guy, but. Uh, I think overall, I think I'd say underestimated because you you, you basically you took every you took everybody back. Um, you found a role for Will Hampson, who I, who I left out, mm-hmm. um, and, and took less pressure off him. But he's a guy who's had great success for you for two three years. Yeah. Um, so I think when you added Fernando Rodney to the mix, you expected to have one of the better bullpens. Now, did you expect to be by far and away the best bullpen in baseball? Maybe not. But I'm going to say they were underestimated. Now, they've gotten at this level a little bit faster than you would think. You know, Yervis uh, Medina, you know, last year he was a little bit wild for me. Uh, you know, but he's young, and so you figure he'll come around. And But then this year, he's just you know, he been nearly lights out. Um, you'd look at Tom Wilhelmson, like you mentioned. Yeah, he, he had a lot of struggles last year, got removed from the closer role. That's why they had to bring Danny Farquhar in. Uh, you don't know if there was a thought that he might not pitch again for the Mariners organization. He comes up and he's found that nice little niche. So, uh, yeah, from where they're at, they've they've been overachieving a little bit. Um, but of course, they were underestimated a little bit too. Now the offense, 
Overachieving, underestimated, or a third category. Oh, I get a third category. Yeah, whatever that is. Doesn't quite suck as much as I thought it could. Okay, let's go with that. All right, let's <laughs> go with that <laughs> last that. one. Let's all be yeah. in agreement there. I mean, they're not they're not hitting. Uh, you know, they don't have an all world offense, but it's it's about when they get their hits. They've been pretty good with timely hitting. That's not based off of numbers. That's just off of the eyeball and watching the games as far as runners in scoring position when they get their hits. Uh, and they've you know what they've become pretty good at having two out rallies. Um, just because they get the you know their leadoff guy might get out, that no longer means that okay you can flip the channel because in five minutes the other team's going to be up at bat. They can they can make some things happen with with two outs. All right, let's run through these four categories really quickly. Right. We, we're going to go um, defense. Uh, I would say they're overachieving. I didn't expect them to be uh, anywhere near this good of a defensive ball club. Yeah. Uh, James Jones has helped with that a lot in the outfield, especially when you look at where yeah we were at with Abraham Almonte. I mean, it's a night and day difference out there. Brad Miller's a nice surprise. What he, some of the things he's done with his glove, he's not perfect, but he's he's pretty good. Cano, huge upgrade at second yeah. base. Oh, Kyle yeah. Seager's been been uh, very good at third base. Uh, you haven't had uh, smoke, but if you can miss one guy, um, uh, you can get away with your your first mm-hmm. baseman not being superb defensively. Mike Zanino's been. Uh, very, very Zanino. good for, for a young catcher. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, just looking at the cluster of the infield. Has the infield overachieved or, or underestimated? Boy, uh, I mean, you, you include Justin Smoke and Logan Morrison and Corey Hart in that, I guess. So, I mean, they've I'll, overachieved a little bit. I'm going to say underestimated. I, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I guess maybe Brad Miller. I'm going to say underestimated. I don't think that people, um, Necessarily thought that that uh, that Mike Zanino was was quite going to put the put up the power numbers that he has. Um, Seager, uh, you know, I mean, most people have already banked Seager as oh, he's just a nice yeah. two sixty hitting guy. He's taken a step forward, and and the impact Cano has had on the offense not a huge surprise. Um, but I don't think people realize that he was going to be someone whose whole vibe spread throughout the entire team. So I'll go slightly underestimated there. The outfield overachieving or underestimated? I think they they were underestimated a little bit, but you didn't know necessarily what you had either. You didn't know what you had at center field. Like I said, Abraham Abraham Amante started out out there. You didn't know what James Jones was going to become. Uh, Dustin Ackley's the only guy really that's let you down. Michael Saunders was hurt for a little while, but he's been playing at a high level. Um, but nobody expected that from him because he's been so wishy-washy. So I think they, they were underestimated a little bit. I'm going to go overachieving because, um, like we said before, James Jones didn't expect him to be in the big leagues this year and definitely didn't expect him to be hitting 290. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, he scored like 37 runs or so since he's been up in 58 games, something like that. Uh, so he makes things happen. Uh Indy Chavez has played a lot of right yeah, field, Indy, uh, and just didn't, you know, just didn't see, didn't see that <laughs> at, at all. Yeah. Uh, Michael Saunders, um, if everything had gone as Lloyd McClendon planned, Michael Saunders would be the fourth outfielder, and instead he's he's found himself back in the starting lineup, and he's been productive for this ball club, and we'll see if he can uh, make it last over a number of months instead of weeks, but. He's really solidified things out there, and if you had told me in April that that was going to happen, I would have said no. Uh, McClendon is too in love with Almonte, and he just wants something else on the corners. Um, and then finally, the manager slash coaching of the team, uh, 
is Lloyd McClendon and, and his crew overachieving, or did we underestimate them? I think that's clearly underestimated. Yeah, we underestimated Lloyd McClendon. I mean, we didn't know what to expect again, but uh, I don't think that we thought we would get these results. So, uh, once again, as always, the results are inconclusive. So, <laughs> moving on. Number seven. You thought we would just waste our like, <laughs> minutes. I, you know, I, I, I think you can. I think you have to say this team is slightly overachieved, but at, from the standpoint that oh, they haven't been healthy all year, and some mm-hmm. of the replacements and the 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 things that Buck and Bloomquist and all these have had to do, and you've extended their roles into Chavez. Sure. Uh, I would say there, but I would think that you know, um, I think by the end of the year we might just say that we underestimated them, especially. Well. You know, if they come back healthy and they continue this role. We did underestimate them, but for good reason. All right, so uh, let me give you a player on the Mariners and, and see if you can name. Let's just play kind of name that pitcher. <laughs> um, I'm 10th in the American League in earned run average. Um, I am second in the American League in hits allowed per nine innings. And I'm seventh in the American League in whip. Walks and hits per innings pitched. Who am I? And you're a Mariner? Yes. Chris Young. Chris Young. So Chris Young here in in three really key categories for a starting pitcher especially is in the top ten. Number two um, in hits allowed per nine innings pitch. Uh, why is Chris Young then not getting at least – at least a little bit of a conversation about is he having an all-star season? Uh, well, I mean, look at – And should he? Should he? We, now, I think, I think when you if, – if, if, if I am John Farrell's right-hand man no. and my job, my job is to put together a list, a list of 50 ball players, okay, or, yeah. or I don't know how many pitchers they take, but a list of 25 pitchers – that you can choose from. Is Chris Young not on my list? That Do you not have to at least look at his numbers and put a mark through his name or a check mark? Do you not have to do that? I just I don't think I don't think he's an all-star. I mean, he's I don't been think a he's nice... an all-star either, but don't you have to don't you have to don't you have to have that conversation? I mean, he's behind. Look at the guys he's behind. He's behind Felix, he's behind Iwakuma. Uh well, the and, question becomes how many starting pitchers do you want to take? Well, I mean, there's there's that part yeah. of it too, but he's the third guy behind them. I just don't I don't see him being an all star. I mean, he's it's been nice his three eleven ERA is been but he's, nice, but he's not. I mean, he's he's ahead of Iwakuma this year. He's had a better year so well, far Iwakuma than Iwakuma was also because he stayed healthy. His ERA is lower, his WHIP is lower, yeah. and you you have to you have to. Uh, I mean, just in that, I mean, I'm not saying Iwakuma is a stud, and Iwakuma is behind Felix Hernandez. He's this team's number two pitcher. I mean, but if you go simply by the year that they've had and you're considering, you would have to say, well, Iwakuma, because he missed the first month and because he had those struggles, he's way out of the all-star conversation. Right, yeah, Iwakuma's not an all-star either. He's an all-star who just won't make the all-star team this sure. year. But Chris Young, don't you have to you – know, and then, you know, may, maybe, you know, Tanaka's already lined up to pitch on Sunday. You know, maybe a couple of other of these guys. Don't you have to at least put him on your list of options? I, I don't think so. I mean, there are a lot of good American League pitchers. And, and Chris Young, he's been a nice surprise. You know, we were looking at the end of last year, who, who's going to, you know, 
be on the back end of that rotation. He's going to be a, a fifth veteran guy, maybe an innings eater. Uh, but Chris Young really is just another Jason Vargas. You know, he's a guy. He's a fly ball pitcher. Uh, he doesn't overwhelm you. With no, Vargas power. has more talent. That's Vargas. Yeah. Vargas has more talent. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and Vargas is a borderline, borderline all star this year. And I, I bet he doesn't even make. And he's had a very good year. You know what's going to get me on Chris Young? You know, if, if I'm John Farrell and you put his name in front, you like the numbers, you like all of that, you think he's had a great year. What gets me, though, is that he is 16 innings behind the number 10 guy in the American League in the innings pitched. Huh. Not enough of a horse yeah. uh, for me. And some of that's they're, they're just saving him and they're, they're doing the right thing for the team. Hey, he's thrown 30 less innings than Felix Hernandez and 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 been in the rotation all year made yeah. the, had the same number of turns so uh well I think one less turn because he came to the team late um yeah no, so, nobody's saying he's not so a nice that, piece. that that would be striking to me sure. but I think I think if you're sitting there looking at a cluster of pitchers that you want it you 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 should at least just say huh I mean this guy's had a nice year um let me see what he's all about yeah. let me investigate that's what I'm saying. But we can't get Kyle Seeger and Mike Zeno well, in the All-Star game. We shouldn't be looking at you ain't gonna get no. You ain't going to get Zanino in the All-Star well, game Look anyway. at his power numbers. Look at his power numbers. He, not, he doesn't have the average, but Matt Wieters is hurt. You so can't, you can't he, hit. He's not going to go. You can't be hitting saying. 220 and be an All-Star. He's not going to. Well, Josh Johnson's pretty close. <laughs> he's pretty close to that. Next. Number eight. He's going to go instead of Kyle Seeger. I don't know. You tell me. All right, uh, Slick Hawk, here, uh, really quickly, um, and we're going to be playing Name That Tune next, so, yeah. you know, get ready. 286-9595, uh, you, you get the opportunity to win either a jacket or a pair of shoes from Brooks Running, so uh, get ready for that. But right now, let's just, uh, for the last minute or so here, let's, let's, the first half of the first year of Seattle sports. Here we are in July. The year's halfway over. Uh, we all hoped that this would be a year of great expectations, uh, starting with the Seahawks. We knew they were, uh, when the year began, they were going to be making a Super Bowl run. They win the damn thing. Uh, <laughs> and now you look around, you have a baseball team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 13 years. They're in position. And like Puckett mentioned in his update, not only are they in position uh, for a wild card, uh, if they if they play some really good baseball and do take care of some business head-to-head, against the Oakland A's, the whole notion of winning the AL West is not ridiculous. Um, so that's what the Mariners are doing. And you look at the Sounders. The Sounders uh, should win the Supporters' Shield. I mean, they, they are 10 points in front of the next will team be up pretty early. In, in the MLS. So and, and, and so the MLS Cup then, you know, finally they, I think they should make their strongest run at it. And, and, and they're the best team in the league, so they should win it. Uh, we we know how how that's, difficult that's it is the in theory. soccer, you know. But in in theory, <laughs> yeah. in theory, they should. And at the very least, you know, I mean, the supporter shield is a big deal, right? And uh, um, so they've got an opportunity to get some hardware as well. Uh, you look at the University of Washington. Chris Peterson uh, is there, and, and there's going to be great expectations. And the way the schedule breaks, you know, if they can win some some tough games, they could be a ten game winner this year, mm-hmm. which would be uh, huge for the school. You look at uh, uh, Washington State, uh, I think they should take the next step. You know, they make a bowl. Uh, the minimum expectation should be to return to a bowl. Uh, so when you look around, uh, th- there's a lot to get excited about. Yeah. And a year of great expectations is bearing fruit. We need a, we need a great fall uh, from a lot of those teams. And you need the Mariners to finally make it 
to a fall for you to say that it's a that it's especially in the Sounders to be able to to uh, to do some things in the late fall. But uh, you know, finally, we're not talking about rebuilding all the time and what these teams have to do to get to a certain level. They're there. Yeah, if you're talking about the the start of a sports year, uh, I mean, for this city, I'm not sure there's ever been a better one. Now, people people might be up in arms and say, you know, you just but. I mean, you won a championship. You won an NFL championship. Your baseball team is winning. You know, you said what you said about the Sounders. They're obviously doing really well. Uh, and Washington's on an uprise. Uh, I would say both on in football and in basketball now. So, I, yeah, I, I think it may be the best first half to a year ever. Seattle sports, overachieving or under ne- Never mind, never mind. We're, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> with that debate. <laughs> uh, coming up next, do you want to win some shoes or a jacket from Brooks Running? Uh, play our little silly game. Name that tune. Uh, that's next on uh, on Sports Radio KJR. Call us, 286-9595, 1-800-829-0950. We're playing Name That Tune next. From the Western Washington Honda Dealers Traffic Center, looks like we've got some crowding northbound 405 through the S-curves. Northbound I-5 a little bit congested from the West Yellow Bridge up to 520. And southbound I-5 starting to get a little bit slower as you're... All right, name that tune. And uh, Jackson. Yes, sir. You know what Slickhawk and I call this radio show that we're doing? What is that? We call it the Brotherhood. It's the Brotherhood. Okay. We're, <laughs> and if you don't give us something that's a little soulful in this thing. We need something Brotherhood worthy. Okay? All I got All I got to say is the KJR branch of the new Black Panther Party is about to happen. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Oh. I set up this entire lineup of songs about an hour ago. So you didn't tell me that. Well, now there's pressure on you. You might have to adjust. Quick switch. <laughs> or what I play goes. Oh, well. Ooh. I, I, I'm just, See, the I, thing is also you guys will know instantly that kind of stuff. Hey, when you see us starting to wear all black next week, mm-hmm. you know, you know. <laughs> the Brotherhood's taking over. Get, 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 get that, get, oh a, get, a, get a Kango, <laughs> turn it to the back. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, we, we start talking about opportunities being denied and everything. Righteous. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just... I'm just telling you, we ain't, we ain't gonna be no no black exploitation flick that we're trying to enact right here. We'll be serious. Mm-mm. Well, here we go. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, there's a couple of lines still available. Two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. You know how the game goes, uh, Taylor or Taylor Jackson. Oh. Shout out to Taylor. I miss oh, Taylor. Oh, that's a swing and a miss. Yeah, he would not. Uh, <laughs> he, would, uh, he would hook us up with some good songs. Yeah, yeah. Taylor would hook us up with some good songs. Jackson's make it easy gonna, for you. Jackson's going to hook us up with some stuff that like only he knows, yeah. and it's going to be really difficult well, on you. That's because this is music but he wrote and recorded last night. As soon as you know the answer, as soon as you know the answer, title chime, or in. Artist. chime in. And Ty goes title to the or artist. Uh, Ty goes to the listener, mm-hmm. and we're, we're doing this uh, uh, for Brooks Running. You can go either win shoes or the jacket. Yeah. We'll do the, we'll do the uh, the. Well, you get to make you know first first winner gets to make their pick whether they want the shoes or the jacket. Either way, will run. And uh, so the first guy up is going to be Brian, Brian in Tacoma. Is he Brian, here? are you with me? I'm here. All right, Brian, name that tune. Here we go. Oh, it's Kesha. Yeah, we are right, who we are. All right, all right, there we go. There we go. Started strong. There goes Brian. Man. <laughs> nice man. If I were Brian, I'd whoop your ass. Right now. <laughs> hey, here's a new rule, okay? Here's no, a, no, 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 no. Here's a new rule for, for both. 
like wait until the person like sings a lyric, okay, before we go. Okay. Well, then they shouldn't have a any lyric. intros on the song. Like, a lyric. Okay? Even if you know. Like, let's all hold off, and let's wait till the person says a lyric. Like, let them get one word out one. before you have we to just know start. when they start okay? singing. All right. All right? How okay. about that? All right. All right. All right. Sorry, Sorry Brian. So that's, that's what we're going to do. Um, I bet he wishes he started that rule two minutes ago. Hey, can you, uh, Taylor, can you call up uh, Wayne and Lacey? Taylor? Jackson. Uh, Jackson, I'm sorry. Swing and Taylor on the right. <laughs> Another one. Jackson, I apologize. I All apologize. right. You want Wayne and Lacey? Yeah, I want La- Wayne and Lacey. All right, he's on. Hey, Wayne, you're on with uh, Jerry, Slickhawk, and Jackson. I finally got that right, and uh, let's play <laughs> Name That Tune. Next song. See, now I shouldn't have to wait until. I'm yes, ready. you do. You need to time it right because you need to know when the lyrics come out. Exactly. You guys are killing me. Brown Eyed Girl. Oh. There we go. All right, all right. Slickhawk, what's up with you? You're what? doing good this week. Huh? You're doing good this week. I do good every week. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you, new? All right. All right. All right, all right. I, I see no names here. Just uh, call me up a, a next contestant. All here. right, this is John in Marysville. John, are you ready to play Name That Tune? Uh, be gentle with me, though. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm worried about John. They know their music out in Marysville. That's what I've heard. <laughs> They're really good at it. All, All right, right here we go. go. Words. I gotta wait. You gotta wait. When do they start? Right now. John Mayer, your body's in Wonderland. Nice, man. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Man, you are quick. Yes, he was. <laughs> All right. All right, who we got next? Man, that's. Do you have enough queued up? Because Slickhawk is killing it. I right know. Now. I, well, I have a whole bunch. So it's like the Mariners' offense right now. Here we go again. Uh, this next person up is going to be Mac in Auburn. Oh, Mac! All right, Mac. Hey, let's gentlemen. go. Hey, we Mac. Need, we need one, Mac. Let's go. I'm rooting for you. All right. Okay. Slickhawk. I gotta wait till they. Queen, don't touch your love. Yes, T- listener wins. He was ready. Yeah. Was ready. <laughs> All, right, All right. Do you want sh- do you want the shoes from Brooks or the jacket? Uh, tough call. I need new shoes. All right, new shoes. Let's go. get them on the line. Let's hook them up. Song goes too. I just didn't know uh, the the title and artist. Yes, sir. I'm a musician. I should know that. Well, stuff. there you go. <laughs> there you go, Mac. So now we're just going to have musicians call in, and they're just going to clean up on this. <laughs> Next on the line, Michael Wamsley. <laughs> so we'll have. <laughs> no, the next one here uh, will be Mike in Tacoma. Hey, Mike, uh, you ready to play? Ready. All right, here's the culturally biased song next. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> Brotherhood's kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> Empty in the valley of your Ooh. The sun oh. it rises slowly as For the first time. Away from all the fears and all the fears. I recognize the voice too. Anybody? We'll give it fifteen more seconds. New song. Anything. You know what I told you before, what anything. I'm gonna always guess. Anybody. Stump. Led Zeppelin. 
I just I told him I was always going to guess Led Zeppelin whenever this is I didn't the know the answer. From Mumford and Sons. Mumford, Mumford and, and Sons. Sons. Okay. Would have never got that. All right, he does have a great voice. Yeah, stay on the line here. Is Mike. that Mumford or the Son? It's it's Mumford and Sons. <laughs> is that like Sanford and Sons? <laughs> Something Maybe like, it's like that. Is it like Hootie and the Blowfish, where none of them actually is Hootie? <laughs> like Hootie's not Hootie. <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? Yes. Here we go. Who we have on the line now, though? This is still Mike. He's still in. Oh, because we all got it. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody got it? I don't know, but I like this intro. Isn't it fun to actually listen to the music a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Getting this album today. I'll buy it for you. Yes. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Nothing. No idea. This is Pinball Wizard by The Who. The Who. The Who. Shaw plays a mean pinball. Huh. There you go. A little classic rock. All right. Let's go to another right. one. Then. All right. We got time for one more. This one is more. this is it. We got right. we got a jacket on the line here. Who do we have? All right. This. Uh, well, should we stay with Mike or go to a new person? He's had stay two with shots. Mike. At Let's it. stay with Mike. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> uh, he's had two shots at it, right? Yeah, third time's the charm, or? Yeah. All right, Mike, I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling very generous. We'll go, we'll, 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 if you don't get this one, we will give one more listener a chance after you, and uh, let's do it. All right, here's an Appreciate easy one. It. Here we go. Okay. Uh-oh. But do you know when it starts? Ah, uh, yeah. Go, go. Circle sun. Yes, it it. is. Cheryl Cheryl Crow, soak up the sun. sun. Winner. Nicely done. I didn't know that started. I finally got one on the board. It's for the first time in three weeks. I finally got one. (laughs) I finally got one. I thought he was coming with like some weird. All right, so that we get we we get the we get the jacket for Mike, and we'll. uh, There we go. Yeah, that's that was good. Jackson is you know I still I still haven't heard anything that's. Funky, you know. Well, I thought you were gonna give me some Parliament Funkadelic. I thought you were gonna give me um, some some old school rap or something. But you again, know? you'll know that. So, the whole point that doesn't. Is, is I don't. That doesn't necessarily know. mean I'll know it. <laughs> but can I get? But some? it would be fun. I think. The, I think the bigger thing is I won't know what it is. The, the challenge, <laughs> like you need to get me up out of my chair and dancing. And start moving around. Yeah. Well, you need to teach me what was popular because I can't play something. What, that what I have was no idea. popular? What, what, was, when? what was popular, man? Go, go, <laughs> go on. Old you know? school hip hop? That's not my wheelhouse. I have no idea what good old school hip hop is. Rex will tell you. That's Rex. He knows. He knows. We're gonna have, we're gonna have it. I'm, I'm gonna keep calling you Taylor till you get it right. Because <laughs> <laughs> Taylor would have known. Wow. And 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 starting starting on Monday. Yeah, yeah, the KJR Black Panther Party. I'm telling you, we're gonna be wearing all black. You're gonna be scared it's, it's out not, of your mind. It's not my fault that Slickhawk yeah. just dominated. You're gonna that. be, you're gonna be intimidated. He you know, Slickhawk is nicer that. than you know. Slickhawk is nicer to me. He's nicer <laughs> to me. I'm from Kentucky. I'm about to show you some stuff. Oh boy. What are we even doing? I, 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 I don't know. Uh, uh, what we learned and uh, what we missed uh, coming up next on the Elise and Jerry Show. Sports Radio 950. Temperatures in the upper 60s to lows. Number 10. Hey. 
better. Don't suck up. Oh. Don't suck up. Yeah, now. don't suck up now. I see what you mean. You're trying to, you know. We're I'm not just... idiots. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna get Jackson to just walk out of here. You know what? That's yeah. what that's what you and Dick Fane did on the morning show earlier. Huh. You guys were just ready to go. Well, forget the whole final segment. I, I thought, come in here. Me and Mitch are like, "What's going on?" You thought it was you, over. You come sit down and, and, and <laughs> it's like, "What?" Yeah. I'm uh, co-hosting for. I mean, Elise isn't here today. I thought the show was over. Uh, so did Dick. That's because you guys always normally take. Uh, What'd you do? Stump the band. Stump the band that, all the way to the end. Yeah, so that ended. Dick left, so I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you, you can't you can't do stump the band for the whole nine o'clock hour. That's the new mandate. Ugh, don't then. That's that's the new mandate. Whose mandate? Uh, you know, purple yeah, sheet. I guess the boss. We started it later. Okay, so we did we learn today, anything though. on this show today? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we had a debate that really yielded no results. Russell Wilson may or may not be elite. I guess. Um. It's the very. No, it's we the, learned that Jackson's not Taylor. That's kind of where I'm at. It's the, well, I'm kind of happy about inconclusive that. Inconclusive, Elise and Jerry show. Yeah, which is pretty much. The I, line I don't know what we've accomplished today. <laughs> um, to be Elise, Elise would have liked the lineup. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, th- there's one thing. Uh, really, really delving into Pete Priscilla's argument with Richard Sherman. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it just. I mean, he just tailored that so that he could that he could rip on Sherman sure. and, and guys uh, like justify guys like his him. thing. So you know, I still can't get over um, his his evaluation. This was based on his evaluation. Uh, Peterson is the eighth best player in the NFL, and Richard Sherman is eleventh. So he says, to be sure, I ran that thinking by several NFL general managers, coaches, offensive coordinators, Atlanta Falcons receiver Julio Jones. Yeah, who's an expert? Of course, you got to put that in parentheses. Who <laughs> who's who's uh whose uh, teammate hates Richard Sherman. you got to put that in there. Um, and a handful of other offensive players. Uh, and just the, the, the GM number one who he quotes, which is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, this GM uh, must be someone who runs a team that is 5-11 and 11 or worse. <laughs> Overhyped, not the ideal athlete that you look for at the cornerback position, but fits well with what they do. Swing and a miss. He has very good ball skills and recognition skills, stop it but right benefits greatly from their front and the safety help over the top. You know, I don't remember having such a great pass rush two years ago, by the way. How can you be overhyped when uh, you're one of the best defensive players on one of the best defensive teams that we've seen in the last 15 years? Yeah. Maybe longer. Um, this not the ideal athlete. Now, he is not as fast and explosive as Patrick Patterson is, Peterson is. But um he's got great ball skills. He's he 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 uh his he's very fluid yeah. in the way that he moves. I mean, he can clearly turn his hips. Uh he's got great speed to catch up. Um the leaping ability must be factored in there sure. as well. Um uh, what he can do after he catches the ball, I mean, uh, he, he is a candidate if the lane and the opportunity is there uh, to take it to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a candidate to replace Golden Tate as one of the punt returners. And I tell you what, when when they're back doing their little drills, he looks very natural catching and running with the football, yeah. former wide receiver. Uh, the, the fact that he's, you know, I would look at Brandon Browner, 
who's a little less athletic than Richard Sherman, but but not by all means just a schmo. Mm-hmm. And I would say he's not the ideal athlete there. Like in in an ideal world, you'd have Brandon Browner as a big hitting safety. Yeah. Um, Richard Sherman though is long and gangly. He can jump. He can run. Uh, I I I just that 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 whole notion that he's not. Uh, a great athlete at that position, I think, is, is false. I mean, there's a lot more uh, to athleticism than uh, your ability to to run a four three. Exactly, he's yeah. he's very athletic and he's range. He, he has great range, and not only that, his preparation. I think that that's where a lot of it stems from is his preparation, how much he prepares week in and week out, and how smart he is, and how he grasps what other receivers are doing. You know, he like you mentioned, he is a re- he is a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver for. Uh, you know, much of his early career as far as college and, and school and all that. So that's that's where a lot of that knowledge comes from. He he's inside their head. I mean, look at what look at the Houston game, the pick six in that game. I mean, they knew what was coming and, and he was able to react and you know and take it to the house. So that's what sets him apart. It's not just and since when is his size supposed to be a detriment? He, yeah. He's he's six foot four. Well, that's the thing to be able to be six three, six four, and move the way he is. That makes you a great athlete. And I, I also think you know it's your ability to use your athleticism to understand your limitations, to play to your strengths. Uh, you know, I compare it to a basketball player who's as quick as can be yeah. and dominates college basketball. He gets to the NBA. He uses his best move, and he hasn't gotten to the cup. Right? Uh, why? Because he doesn't quite know how to use all of his tools. Uh, I think Richard Sherman is better at using his tools uh, than than Patrick Peterson is. Sure, I mean, and there's there's obviously things that he does better than others. But I mean, for instance, he he shuts down the fade route. You cannot throw a fade route against Richard Sherman, just like you can't throw a post route against Earl Thomas. But it's the other things that he does not as well as that. He the the level uh, at which that he does those he. What I'm trying to say is his level is so high uh, on his mediocre things, if you want to call him that, or his, his lesser skill areas than his top ones. He raises the bar. He raises the bar. His bar is so much higher than everybody else. Well, I hope his everyone- weakest area is is much stronger than most other players' highest area strongest area i can see you right now i mean you're ready to get in the uniform and get the hair blue <laughs> Let's go just to make this Come argument on. but you know what we get independence day which means that we get a day off from this radio station uh so we'll be back on monday wishing everyone a happy fourth of july jackson uh i hope your uh, girlfriend gets healthy very soon <laughs> thank you so much and i'm not kissing your ass i really hope she gets no, uh, well soon and uh we'll see you guys on monday thanks